definitely human. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast, a podcast for the post-hope generation. I'm David Price. And I'm David Knight, and this week we'll be reviewing bourbon creams. We'll be judging the biscuit on three categories, first impressions and taste, texture, which includes dunkability, and biscuitness. Um, So the bourbon cream is a sandwich biscuit. Wow, you just went right in there. I love that confidence. It was just (laughs) straight away... All right, listen up. This is important. It's, it's a bit like walking across a narrow plank. Like if you do it slow, you'll start to wobble. You want to run across it as quickly as possible. And hope it doesn't give way before it gets to the other side. But it's just giving way. And we're now falling. That's fine. Sorry about that. I, it's because I came onto the platform with you, isn't it? At the same time. I wanted to hold your hand as we went across, but I think our weight was a problem. Uh, and I was planning to kick it away when I got to it. <laughs> Classic day. Um, so yeah, it's a sandwich biscuit, so it's kind of, it's a chocolate biscuit, so it's like a chocolate crunchy biscuit, mm-hmm. and then a layer of like chocolatey vanilla cream, and then a biscuit on the bottom, so I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, sandwich biscuit. Sandwich biscuit. Like a custard cream. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm doing a little bit of research okay. into Borland's, because, right. you know, I want to give people some facts and some knowledge. Sure, yeah. Um, so the Bourbon um, was not always called the Bourbon. Was it not? No, it was not. David. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was first made in 1910 and it was called Criola. Really? Yeah, I don't know why it was called that because I didn't do that research. <laughs> just some research. <laughs> just some research. Just the bare who, minimum to get a pass. Who invented it? Um, I think the first company was, I've got it as Peak and Ferns, who also invented the Garibaldi and made the first chocolate covered digestive. So fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, straight away I'm intrigued because yeah. I also did some research. <laughs> right. And my research, the the very sort of thorough research that I did, mm-hmm. um, has given me a different result. Mm. So there's a kind of there's a nice sort of mystery to this okay, biscuit then. because the research that I did said it was invented in nineteen thirty. 
Oh? By someone called Dr. Hans Zenlock. What? <laughs> apparently, That's clearly a Marvel character <laughs> or something. Uh, and apparently Zenlock translates <laughs> into ten holes, which is why there are ten holes in the Bourbon Biscuit. This sounds like bullshit. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is what I've learned. Where are you getting Through where my you got very this from? extensive and thorough research on the internet. Okay, then what sites? Uh, I can't reveal my sources, but... Um, Are these the kind of sites which host, like, 9-11 Truth videos <laughs> <laughs> and the Truth Behind the Bilderberg group? And <laughs> Yeah, so, like I said, reputable sources. <laughs> so <laughs> With the real facts, yeah. <laughs> and apparently it was invented in Bourneville, and Professor uh, Zenlock's hometown Professor is... Professor Zenlock! <laughs> <laughs> You're making this up. And Professor Zenlock's... <laughs> Town it, is it, called on, on top of a mountain <laughs> in the Emerald City <laughs> is Bonn, and apparently it's uh, it's Bourbon. It's those two things put together. Bourbon, really? That's the, I'm not from buying. the research. Oh, what's your credible source then? Well, they were called Creole, and then they changed the name in the thirties to Bourbon because it just sounded posher. <laughs> Because it's named after the French royal household. The house of Bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I thought it was originally. Yeah. I did this additional research and discovered <laughs> this whole other sort of thing. But this is, you know, I like this. There's a kind of, there's an air of mystery Yeah, we now have already. no idea what <laughs> yeah. the truth is. <laughs> so we started this being like, okay, we'll give us some facts, you know. So you got some confidence and we've just come up with two completely conflicting origin stories. Do you have anything else to say about Professor Zenlock? <laughs> Not at this time, no. Okay. No. The other info I got, this peak, peak ferns, pecan ferns maybe, um, who made the biscuit, they also made the cake for the Queen's wedding. Oh. So they have ties to the Illuminati, right. which might explain the Professor yeah. Zenlock tie. Okay, okay, wait a minute. I think minute. we're cracking okay. this code. We're, Let me yeah. get my red string out. <laughs> <laughs> That's Da Vinci this shit. Yeah. yeah, I like it. All right. But I guess... You're know, talking about the House of Bourbon and sort of Bourbon in in general. We have mm-hmm. we have dressed up again, haven't we? We have indeed. We're sort of making a bit of a, a fun thing. I'm now. really enjoying this now. This dressing yeah. up because it feels like every week it kind of adds an extra element to it's it. It's like this, yeah. It's it's different each time. Yeah, like, that's the beauty of it. It's not the same thing no, each time. Exactly. The good thing is that it's different each time, right? Different theme, yeah. Yeah, different. Yeah, it's a different theme, different costume. That's the idea, right? Yeah, it's a different theme each yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. yeah. Uh, you told me. Um, Bourbon was the theme. And yeah. so naturally, of course, uh, I've sort of decided to dress. It's the obvious choice. Certainly what most people think oh, yeah, of yeah. when they think Bourbon. I'm dressed as the good king, Henry IV of France. Yeah. Um, when was he around? No idea. Okay. <laughs> 1500s. Okay. He was around 1500s. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite a hot costume, I have to say. Yeah, they they wore a lot back they in those. Really I guess they did. didn't have like heated homes and stuff, and no. lived in like stone buildings and buildings yeah. with no insulation. So yeah, it's you looks like um, you're having a bit of trouble sitting in that chair as well. Yeah, it's very sweaty, very hot. But the reason, that, yeah, so the House of Bourbon goes all the way back to the 13th century. But the reason that I've chosen Good King Henry mm-hmm. out of all of those Bourbons, yes, yeah. all the famous Bourbons, oh, yeah, all I can the famous so Bourbons. I actually feel a bit of a, an affinity with him. Okay. Uh, uh, because despite his name, he actually wasn't that popular when he was alive. He became a lot more popular after he was dead. You're a popular, man. Which I think is going to be the case with me. I think, you know, I'm not really going to get that kind of popularity. People aren't really going to sort of realize how much they actually did like me until I'm gone. Yeah? It's just something I've been thinking about. Well, with the podcast, the podcast, Your Legacy, is that what's, are they going to make you immortal in a way? Yeah, I think so. 
Okay. I mean, that's why we're doing this, right? It's about legacy. Uh, for me, it's about money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a kind of way of, you know, solidifying a legacy for yourself. Is Just getting really, as much money as really possible. Rich, yeah. Because yeah. some people say you can't take it with you, but I think you can build a pretty nice mausoleum, mm-hmm. which is pretty close to taking it with you. Basically the same, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I... Um, I did. I, I I read about the Bourbon family, mm-hmm. French, Spanish connection. Yeah, and I was tempted by that. Okay, but uh, I went you, a slightly yeah. different angle. You, you went with something a little bit yeah, left a little, 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 yeah. something different because the Bourbon is also a type of whiskey. It's like a more sweet whiskey that they have in America, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's kind of it came from this, I think either Kentucky or New Orleans, and they were French areas. So yeah. it's really. It is related back to the House of yeah, Bourbon. Yeah, no, so I can kinda. see the, the connections. Well, I'm kind of more about the alcohol angle. Um, mm-hmm. So I've I've dressed as someone who I consider to be one of history's uh, great drunks. <laughs> okay. Um, like, like to tipple. Yeah. Which you could understand, you know, because it was a high-pressure job. Yeah, sometimes. I'm, I'm sensing another sort of tenuous link. So I've gone for um, one of America's drunkest uh, politicians, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Nixon. Yeah, Richard Nixon again. Cool, yep. cool. I I mean, I had the costume as well already. From <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you, you've used that it. before, haven't you? The the Richard Nixon. Yeah, costume. it's a different tie though. Was it? Because it looks the same. Well, I kind of had it dry cleaned because <laughs> okay. I've been wearing it a lot since then. I just like wearing the tie. But yeah, Ni- Richard Nixon was uh, was he was he was a drunkard. I don't know if he's a full blown alcoholic, but he was drunk for a lot of time in the White House. And on more than one occasion, ordered his chiefs to nuke somewhere while drunk. <laughs> and this oh, isn't one of my bullshit man. things. What a man. I, I'd heard of this somewhere and I had to look it up. There was, uh, so in 1969, uh, North Koreans, topical, yep. shot down a US spy plane. And Nixon ordered them to drop the bomb oh. on North Korea in 1969. Uh, just after he did that, uh, Henry Kissinger phoned the generals and said, don't do anything until the morning when Nixon sobered up. <laughs> and he changed his mind then. That's good. Well, what is it they say? History never repeats itself. So I'm yeah. sure we won't see anything kind of like any sort nope. of tensions relating to North Korea or nuclear weapons again. Okay, well, you know, we're set up to go then, I think. I think we're ready to get into the, the bourbon cream. Oh, this is a biscuit show, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so should we get down to it? <clears throat> yeah, do we want to talk about the packet? Yeah, so um, first of all, yeah, full disclosure, these are Sainsbury's bourbon creams. Um, I gotta say, my kind of prejudice, I feel like I should disclose any prejudice I have okay. about biscuits. This is, a, this is a safe space to do that, I suppose. <laughs> okay, first of all, there's... Oh, how many... Does, is that right? Ten holes to yeah. Professor Zenlock? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's bullshit. There's no, <laughs> there's no way that's true. Um... <laughs> I've never been a big fan of bourbons. Really? No. I feel like, I'm like, okay, quite like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Chocolate biscuit with chocolate cream in the middle. Sounds great, but then I have it. I'm always like, it's just coming up short. I, I treasure bourbons. Yeah? I feel like we're we're sort of, I, I don't want to overstate this, but I feel like we're at war right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this could be... Uh, Damn it, this could be the last episode. It's time to draw the line in the sand. <laughs> Are you team uh, good King Henry IV of France? Yeah. Uh, great King, noble King, preached religious tolerance. 
or are you Team Nixon? Are you drunkard warmonger, <laughs> Team Nixon? Wow. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think, again, this is kind of coming back to sort of my, uh, my Dickensian upbringing. Okay, then. We, need, we have to get some, like, title music for the part in the show where we talk about David's childhood. <laughs> maybe the stuff out of the Hovis advert, maybe. <laughs> Because I didn't really eat bourbons a lot when I was a kid, and the bourbons, <laughs> <laughs> the bourbons that I did eat were Tesco value, and I don't right. remember them being that great. Okay, so shall we? Uh... Yeah, let's get stuck into it then. You don't taste it until the end. Mm. Right? When yeah, you yeah. first put it in your mouth, you're just eating crunchy nothing. Yeah, and then it does come, and it's kind of. It's it's a hint, a suggestion yeah. of flavor. It's yeah, because it the first flavor is just sugar. It's just like sweetness. Yeah, but then yeah, right at the end, there's like a just like a just a hint, just a little tease of cocoa. It's like hey, this hey, remember cocoa? That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> it is a promise. I think I like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's too chocolatey. Then it's just like having a chocolate bar. Yeah, and it's like. Well, in that case, I'm just going to have a chocolate bar. It's surprisingly subtle. I find in like the cream is getting a bit lost in it all. Yeah. And well, I I mean, I think the flavor comes from the cream, right? Yeah. That tiny Maybe it's more of, of a texture thing, which we'll come on to you later. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I will say the sandwich side of it, I don't imagine that has any taste at all. I'm not even convinced I'm gonna, that it's biscuit. I'm gonna, I've dissected it, so I've taken one of the bits, one of the biscuit bits off. So I'm just going to have the biscuit oh. bit on it. So. Okay, careful. <laughs> you have the defibrillators ready <laughs> yeah there's really n- uh, there's like almost zero flavor in yeah. the biscuit whatsoever <laughs> like that's almost kind of remarkable so the actual biscuit like element of the biscuit is just has no taste pretty much yeah yeah it's kind of a bit lazy where they've gone okay we've got this tasteless biscuit mm. let's just smear some taste on afterwards <laughs> and just say that was our plan all along yeah like, can they somehow get the chocolate taste into the biscuit? Exactly, yeah. Is that beyond biscuit technology? Have we only progressed so far? Well, yeah. Clearly. Like, what are the what are the poindexters of the Large Hadron Collider wasting <laughs> their time on when we've got biscuits, <laughs> which don't actually have any chocolate flavor in the biscuit itself? Okay, so I got, I've now got a pizza. I've dissected the sandwich. Okay. So I'm expecting an explosion of chocolate. Good luck. <laughs> okay, just... Um... I'm just going to try and guess from your expression what your thoughts are right now. Um, so I'm just going to look at your expression. I'm trying to I'm trying to sort of get your feelings about anything from your expression right now. And nope, I can't. It's impossible. It's a blank slate. <laughs> it's just a void. I've got nothing. It's like I'm staring into the It abyss. doesn't even have features. I, I, I don't think there's even any light reflecting of it. That's... That's pretty fucking good. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Take take one layer of biscuit off and then have the rest. My hands are trembling. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Why don't they just do that? <laughs> Why don't they just do that? It feels like quite a cheap biscuit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's what they given out as a treat in World War II when everyone's on rationing and there's no nice food around. It's like, but you take that one biscuit off and you just have one layer of biscuit, one layer of cream, and it's, it becomes quite luxurious. Do you think it would have been enough to, you know, had, had they known that at the time, do you think that would have been enough to stop the war? Um, what, just stop fighting the Nazis and yeah. just being like, uh, we got our biscuits, so I think we'll just kind of build a wall and just, just hide. Uh, possibly. So yeah. may, maybe it's a good thing that people 
you know, I guess they weren't as advanced because it was like 70 years ago. Um, <laughs> uh, Wait, sorry, so thing. you're just calling the, the sort of the heroes uh, from... Oh, I'm not taking away II. from their heroism. I'm just saying that, yeah, <laughs> thank, just... thank, thank goodness they didn't have the kind of wherewithal to dissect. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the IQ to dissect a uh, chocolate. Yeah, organ. because I think we've been fairly sort of firm on our stance on this one. We don't like Nazis, do we? No, yeah, I'd like to go on the record saying I do not like Nazis. So brave. I it's know. so brave of you to say yeah. that. <laughs> you should be like uh, president of a country mm. or something. You do look great in that costume. Thanks. Feeling feeling pretty good as well. Yeah. How are you feeling in yours? Pretty hot, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be yeah you're sweating tonight. quite a lot. It's like, really... I can see it <clears throat> on, on your head. It's, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I'm really proud of you for sticking with it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Again, it does feel like maybe I d- didn't need to go to this no, much No, I, I think you yeah. did. I think yeah. you did. I think, yeah. And I think the, the listeners really appreciate it as well. So okay. I just want to say thank you on behalf of everyone. <laughs> okay. Well, that means a lot. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Okay. Well, should we give it some ratings then? Yeah. Okay. Now, as we discussed with the Oreo, we got to rate biscuits kind of at their worst, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I cannot rate it on the basis of a dissected sandwich because that's not how it's that's made. Not what it that's is. not that's how not it's how you're sold. supposed to consume it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I have to, as a basic sandwich, I'm going to go below average. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to. Wow. Yeah. You really didn't enjoy it. I'd be quite happy not to have another one after that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I came in with sort of prejudice as well, in the same way that you did. As you always do. Yeah, as I always do is my thing. Yeah. Um, Positive prejudice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just as harmful in in many ways. (laughs) But, um, you know, I was expecting to like this more than than I I did because I had sort of all these associations with it. It reminded me of being like, you know, a teenager right okay. when I first had them yeah happy time for you <laughs> you know everyone else is discovering sort of uh, sex and drugs and rock <laughs> yeah. and roll you I discover bourbon <laughs> you discover non-value biscuits <laughs> I was like, wow, I can eat like a king. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. but like sex and drugs and rock and roll, they've lost their interest for you now, but biscuits are still there. They're still there, so. or so I thought. But <laughs> then having this biscuit, it's kind of, it's almost like that's been taken away from me a little bit. Um, has this has this like ruined like the <laughs> pleasant memories you have of a, your kind of teenage years? A little bit, a, a little bit, yeah. I guess I, because thinking back now, um, I was actually drinking quite a lot back then, and perhaps I wasn't sort of um, in my right state of mind when I was judging these biscuits at the time. Okay, mm, I can't. I can't go as low as you. No, okay. Uh, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, 2.5. I'm going to just give it straight average. Okay, because um, it was kind of tasteless, but I can't bear to go lower than average. That would just... is this because of your the affinity you have for it from those happy times from your youth. Yeah, pretty much. Did it transport you back to a time when you had, it was a, you know, because sometimes when you have mm. smell something or get yeah. a taste of something and it's like, oh yeah, wow, well, would you remember? I think that's the thing that bothers me most is no, it didn't. <laughs> and I was really like, because I haven't had them in such a long time, I was really thinking, oh, this is yeah. going to transport yeah. me back to those days and it, it did not. You know, you grow up eating certain kinds of biscuits yeah. and then you have them later on and you think, oh yes, just like, just like the old days. Then you haven't, it's, it's not. Because everything else around you has changed. And I'm sober. And you're sober. <laughs> you really? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Wait, are you telling me you didn't even you didn't even just stop drinking for like an hour to do this show? I've got to get into character, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so that's the taster. We're now going to get into the texture of the biscuit and look at how well it dunks. I think it's the rough that is the, the hottest part of this outfit. Yeah, it's, uh, your face is quite red. Yeah, I think it's kind of just locking in yeah. all of the heat. And, I guess they're uh, not adjustable, are they, either? Not really, no. Yeah, it's a bit like a scarf, probably, it, yeah. sewing that around your neck to keep nice and insulated. <laughs> I mean, I, I say I know you're a bit uncomfortable. You don't think I went to too much effort here? No, or? I think you've gone to exactly just enough effort. Just enough? Yeah. Not, uh, okay. And just power through. If you feel a bit faint, you know, if faint. you feel like you might yeah. pass out, Let's, yeah. just try not to. Great advice. So I'm going to go for, I'm going to try the texture without the dunk, first of all. It's just so dry. It's really dry and it is, the sandwich sort of structure of it does not help. No. You get through one layer and then you've got a whole other layer to get through yeah. and it's not like a fun experience. It's not like the bits don't break like crumbly sugary slivers of hope. They break apart into small like sharp rocks that dig into the inside of your mouth. It's, yeah. it's not pleasant. It's not. It really isn't. The the feeling of it against my skin is not great. It's like... It's, it's kind of rough and dusty. Kind of chalky, yeah. But I do like the structure of it. It does seem like something that you could sort of like... It would be like a building block yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. A kind of... It's, it, it'd make a good... It'd be good for a Jenga tower or something like That's a very that. good idea. That is a very oh, good shit. idea. Oh, shit. Um, we just stumbled on something. I think we've got our first piece of merchandise. Cut all this. Cut this. Take it out. I uh, do not want those yeah. thieving listeners <laughs> taking our fantastic <laughs> idea for merchandise. Yeah. Parasites. Uh, <laughs> note to editor, uh, cut all of this conversation out. Um, Jenga bourbon creams. Yeah. Great mm. merchandise. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to dunk, partly because I just need some moisture in my body before I pass out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I like it. You like it? I like it. I like it a lot, I think. Mm. I'm just going to go back for a second dunk just in case I was wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in case I had wrong thoughts the first time. <laughs> it's it transformed, It's one of those biscuits which when you dunk it, it transforms like you have with the Oreo. Mm-hmm. For the, transform for the better to like a whole different kind of snack. Because like this biscuit absorbs quite a lot of moisture and turns kind of mushy. Mm-hmm. And I, we all know how much you love mushy food. <laughs> like it's just thing. easier with the dentures, okay? It's a practicality <laughs> thing. And you have that with the chocolate cream as well. And it's almost like you're just having like chocolate whipped cream in your mouth, which is great. Which no one would like. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm pretty decadent, man. <laughs> Us Epicureans. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he was talking about. Wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. he was just wandering around. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> shooting fucking chocolate cream into his mouth. <laughs> Some people think that he was trying to kind of espouse the, you know, you should enjoy the simple things in life, like spending time with friends, or yeah. just like you have a nice cool glass of water, you know, just kind of the simple pleasure. But that's the incorrect reading. What he was actually saying is, you won't be walking around just a fucking can of whipped cream yeah. in the corner of your mouth at all time. That's how you find happiness and fulfillment in life. And I think the, the, the dunked bourbon is giving you some of that. Mm. I disagree. Okay. I, uh... Let's hear this bullshit then. <laughs> <laughs> when it's kind of just on its own, it's too dry mm-hmm. and it's not particularly pleasant and it's, you know, sharp and breaks apart in my, in my mouth and that's not good. And it doesn't have a very strong taste, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you take off one side of it, then it's kind of superior, but we can't do that. Yeah. When you dunk it, 
it loses any structure at all. There's no crunch. Like, there's no pushback. Like, I kind of like that a little bit. You know, obviously, I don't want to be fighting the biscuit. But, like, with this, it's just soggy and not in a kind of way where, which I enjoyed with the Oreo, mm -hmm. where it kind of was more kind of cookie dough-ish. This yeah. is just, like, just as tasteless as before. No, I disagree. I think the taste has been amplified significantly. Mm -hmm. The problem is the biscuit, which just kind of, like, smothers the cream and stops you getting to all that flavor, where, right. which is in the cream. You dunk it, the moisture kind of melts away the biscuit a little bit, and then you're just left with the cream. It's not, it's not, you know, a high quality chocolate taste you're getting. It's mostly sugar with a touch of cocoa powder, but that's all I need for a biscuit, you know. I'm not looking for a journey through chocolate land. You're anything. just looking for something that you can sort of shovel into your <laughs> into your mouth, kind of like without any sort of until you pass out from crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not doing enough for me. It's it's I'm just putting texture in my mouth <laughs> with none of the benefit of taste. I have pretty low expectations. I sat at the outset, not a big fan of Bourbons. And but I've been pleasantly surprised. And I think it's the only logical way to live. Because if you have low expectations and you have something or something happens and it's not good, it's like Oh, that is a shame, but I was prepared for it, so no big deal. If you have low expectations and it's good, it's like, what? What a lovely surprise. Yeah, I know, but you, like, how many good things do you actually come across? Quite a lot when you got these, when your expectations <laughs> are this low. How low are your expectations? <laughs> I mean, I know you like to live as logically and as objectively as possible. Like, like you I'm know. I'm basically trying to turn myself into a robot. <laughs> <laughs> to the detriment of your social circle. Mm, mm. Um, people find it difficult to be around you for long periods of time. But, uh, you know. infernal logic. If, <laughs> if that's your way, I guess. Okay, you, you ready to score it? I am, yeah. Um, it's a 2.5. Again, it's, I'm sorry, it's, it, it is middle of the road mediocre. Yeah. It's different. Mm -hmm. I'll give it that. Yeah. And it's certainly a biscuit that is designed to be dunked. Yeah. And that's, you know, top marks. But not top marks, <laughs> not the thing I just said, <laughs> going back, uh -huh. half marks, um, because even though it's different, it's still equally as bland. Okay, well, that was a uh, terrible argument, a uh, terrible yeah. score. Um, yeah, I'm going much higher. I'm going uh, to go for four. four. Okay. Um, uh, I think... I think I think it's probably time that we actually got physical about this because this is getting fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you just want to take your costume off and I'm not going to let that happen. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it on. I'm going to beat the shit out of you dressed as Henry the the, the, the Great or whatever his fucking name was. Uh, well, I'd like to see you try against my nukes and my militia. So. <laughs> no, I, I think it's pretty good. I think it is made for dunking. I think if you had it without tea, it's not inedible, but... I'd struggle to finish one biscuit without tea. Yeah. But when you're dunking it, I think it changes it into a whole other thing. Mm. And uh, I, I rate that. I think it's, um, it's it's kind of bold. And you feel confident just spewing this garbage out to all our listeners, do you? Because they're going to listen to this. They're going to listen to you talking this absolute shit. Um, yeah, but there's a big disclaimer on the show that um, we cannot be held responsible <laughs> for any actions you might take uh, following what we say on this show. Yeah. But to be clear, we are inciting violence against one another. <laughs> oh, yes. If you see Dave and I walking yeah. down the street, feel free to throw a can in his head. Just punch Dave Price right in the face. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I think this is anger at your own past, at your memories. Um, I think you're taking out on the bourbon unfairly. <laughs> <laughs> be fair to the bourbon. <laughs> see, I think... 
um, that you're giving it a deliberately high score because you know it annoys me. <laughs> and you're that petty. I, you're a very petty I'm man. Too, I you're am... trying to get under my skin. The, the listeners can't see your big shit-eating grin. And it's working. <laughs> no, I am a professional. I have too much respect for this show and for our listeners to not... Score the biscuits, just as how I just as how I judge them on their taste and their texture and their dunkability. Okay, after a slightly uh, testy texture section, um, before we get onto the final section, looking at the biscuitness, David looks so mad right now. <laughs> um, we're going to look at what other people think by checking out the reviews online on Amazon. Um, so first, we're going to start on the UK Amazon, which didn't have many reviews. So British people sort yourselves out, go on Amazon and tell yeah, people what you think. Surprising. Everyone cares about your opinions; they're very important. Um, this is from Stacy and five stars. First of all, five star review, wonderful item, wonderful purchase, happy ending. Okay. Review, wonderful item, wonderful purchase, (laughs) happy ending. What ordeal did she go through? (laughs) (laughs) Like a happy ending suggests that there was some hardship in it, right? Like she was like on the computer ordering something and then her grandmother came in (laughs) Said hello, grandmother. And then a grandmother ate her because the grandmother was actually a wolf in disguise. Yeah. And then a woodsman killed the wolf. Okay. And then she completed her order in the checkout, and there was a happy ending. Do you think, like, perhaps your sort of bias towards storytelling is perhaps influencing how no. you're sort of responding to this review? Uh, no, I think it's an accurate interpretation. She's she's been exposed to the same cultural influences I have. She has put it in the three act structure though, hasn't she? Wonderful item, wonderful purchase, happy ending. She has actually. Yeah, yeah the so, only sort of slightly. I mean, that would be a pretty garbage story. If it was yeah. like great beginning, everything's great in the middle, and it ends well too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot of conflict. That Stacy, just let's give give us some conflict with your reviews, okay? <laughs> You know, I'm kind of not really rooting for you properly because it's just no, all going swimmingly. I feel like you know? she's you just had everything handed everything. to her. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't deserve like she's not coming out of this a different person, bringing her own kind of experiences yeah. to the ordinary world. No, um, go and kill your father and then get back to it. <laughs> yeah, kill your father, order some biscuits, and then we can talk. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but five stars. Um, that was it. For, that's that's all I got for the UK. Just that. Yeah, well, there's some others. They're just kind of like boring. There's nothing to say about them. Um, okay. So yeah, we're going to move on to the US where there's a lot more reviews. Um, mm. So first up, five stars by Going Jag. Uh, great taste in bourbons. Arrives safe and sound and nummy nummy in my tummy. What? I'm assuming this person's an adult. And oh. to just write like that. I mean, um, so that was, that's only the first part. So it goes on. Surprisingly, visitors from England weren't interested in them, so I ate them all myself. If someone comes from another country, don't give them biscuits they normally have at home. <laughs> so, um, first of all, terrible language, nummy nummy in my tummy. Oh, I can have God. a word. Oh. And uh, just terrible hosting as well. Yeah. Do not go to Going Jag's house. I mean, yeah, don't. Yeah. And, and yeah, can we make that quite clear to all of our listeners? Don't go to any of these people's homes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Please do not hunt down these people. Right. Okay. This is a this is a one star review now. So oh, still on the US. Right. Okay. One star oh, wow. review. Wow. Wow. Uh, no flavor at all. Not in the cracker itself, and none in the filling. Well, you know, we've been we've been complaining about the flavor in the crackers, so yeah. maybe maybe we're on the same page. Who's person. this person? This is Priam's daughter. Uh, uh, that's the username. So I don't know that I'm not. It's not that I know Priam, and I know that this is his daughter <laughs> or her daughter. <laughs> 
strange. Is uh, it like a, a deity of some kind? It sounds is this like, a yeah, the Lord Priam, who... <laughs> Children of Priam. Yeah, who is the kind of, you know, the patron saint of um, hybrid cars, like Priam's. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the review. I found these tasteless, so I had neighbours try them. One spat it out and the other could barely swallow it. <laughs> Was this because they were tied up in your basement? <laughs> <laughs> Please, Priam's daughter. <laughs> I didn't like these. You eat them. <laughs> no, I don't want to eat the biscuit. Eat them. Priam demands you eat them. <laughs> I don't know who Priam is. Please let me go. If you don't like the biscuits, don't eat them. <laughs> don't like go don't on this crusade people, yeah. to be like, I don't like them. Perhaps I'm wrong. On the other hand, uh, misery enjoys company. I mean, that is true. And that is kind of like our whole, whole philosophy. That's why we started the podcast. <laughs> like, you guys listening, you're all just, you know, company for us. Um, okay, this is a this is a return to something that cropped up in, I think it was episode one with the, with the um, digestives. Okay. So it's five star. Mm-hmm. Love these cookies. Um, this is by Patty D. Mm-hmm. I ordered bourbon creams because I was reading a book that kept mentioning them. <laughs> 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 Who's getting biscuit recommendations from books? And what author is spending so much time writing about biscuits that it's kind of compelling people to go and buy them? <laughs> Why won't they tell us what the books are? Though? Know, That's the thing I'm, that infuriates yeah, me. Like, If anyone's listening and you've ever come across the mention of a hobnob or a chocolate digestive in a book, Drop us a message or find us on Twitter. Yeah. Let us know because I want to find out like who the fuck is promoting these bad biscuits abroad because it's not good for Britain. No, and and also let us know um, if you've ever bought something based on something you've read in a book. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in that too. Okay, so four star review. Oh, okay. a premium biscuit, and this is by H Sandy, and this is the this is a brand called Devon Devon's Bourbons. I think it's an American thing. Um, what can I say about Devon's biscuits? This is, without a doubt, the best bourbon biscuit I've ever eaten in my entire life, bar none. The texture is superb, and the filling is rich and smooth. <laughs> there was many O's. That wasn't just that wasn't my kind of embellishment. Um, I highly recommend it. I can't speak for women, as I'm not one, but it makes you feel manly as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's a strange. That's a very strange thing to say. Uh, <laughs> But it goes on. This biscuit right here is the biscuit of champions. It's the only biscuit that fits perfectly into my manly hands. <laughs> so now you're probably wondering why I only get it four stars. Simple. It doesn't have enough biscuits in the pack. I suppose I can always buy two packs, but I only buy in pairs when I'm buying socks and shoes. <laughs> Devon, add about a dozen more biscuits to this manly dish and I'll butt my rating up to five stars. Who's this by? This is H. Sandy. <laughs> H. Sandy is almost certainly like uh, a badger or a raccoon of some kind. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I love how these feel in my human hands. My human man hands. Hmm. They make you feel like a real man, and pers- a human person man. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's either a badger unconvincingly trying to pass itself <laughs> off as a person, as a particularly manly man, um, who's constantly <laughs> reminded of his masculinity. Look at this hat I'm wearing. I am a man <laughs> of the world. A manly man who is a human man. 
Or uh, H. Sandy is uh, overcompensating massively for having just a slightly effeminate surname, like, you know, boy named Sue or something. Right. So now yeah. everything is about how manly it makes it feel. <laughs> Only manly biscuits. They're called bourbon, and bourbon's a whiskey, and that's a manly drink. <laughs> and these biscuits are like little bricks. You know who carries bricks? Builders. You know what most builders are? Man. So I'm a manly man who eats man biscuits. Uh, a boy called Sandy. A boy called Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the whole thing about I suppose I can always buy two packs, but I only buy in pairs and I'm buying socks and shoes. What? Yeah, I know. Like, why have you got such strict rules of buying two of something? <laughs> I, I'm actually I'm coming around to your idea this is a badger yeah. where it's kind of observed service and it's like okay they buy pairs of shoes and pairs of socks yeah okay so I, everything else I buy singular right okay good yeah, I'm I, fitting in with them well humans I, I just have the normal things that you would have in pairs as as the custom dictates <laughs> the man the human custom that we all share <laughs> yes I will have uh, one small potato one chip please uh, <laughs> one pea uh, <laughs> and my plate of human food thank you yeah, H. Sandy, wow. Um, not going to top that. I think that sums up the review section. So generally, pretty positive for Bourbons. You know, some uh, criticism of the lack of flavor from Priam's daughter. Yeah. Um, but everyone who isn't the offspring of a deity, pretty happy with them. Yeah. And the Badgers seem pretty happy as well. <laughs> yeah, the Badgers are happy too. So good for humans and Badgers trying to pass themselves off as humans. Is this finally the thing that brings us together? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to end the years of war between the Badgers <laughs> and the humans. I don't think other countries know about the war between the, the humans and the Badgers, do they? That's a very British thing. Yeah, they're always just killing loads for some reason. Yeah, it's but a... they've killed many of us as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's they... difficult to kind of like see, you know, where it all began really. Yeah, exactly. But we're just stuck in this cycle of violence between Badgers and humans. And uh, I'm sure it's going to go on for many centuries. It's harrowing. That is a shame. Good, good place to to leave that section, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we've heard what uh, these smart people on the internet think of it. So now we're going to get into our final uh, criteria for judgment, which mm-hmm. is the biscuitness of yeah. the bourbon cream. And uh, then we're going to summarize it all up. So biscuitness, do you do you want to kick this off? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think of them as like sort of tr- a traditional British biscuit, right? feels more like when you get uh, one of those like variety yeah. packs that people have. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have all these different types and there's maybe two bourbon biscuits in there. Yeah, yeah. We don't really go for chocolate biscuits so much here, right? No, because uh, we've just been trained not to go for the nice things in life. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of like get what you can and just be grateful for it. But then I would argue this bourbon cream it's still mediocre. It's still yeah. it's still kind of as bland as all these non chocolatey biscuits. It's kind of coming to us like, hey, I'm a I'm a I'm a fun chocolate biscuit. I'm just I'm basically an Oreo or hey something. Guys, I'm yeah. here to party. I'm covered in chocolate. <laughs> Let's all have fun. Yeah. Uh, and then you eat and it's like, oh, it's no, it's the same. It's it's just as bad as all, all the others. Yeah, it's just put on some fancy clothes. Um, yeah, it's pretty disappointing you're getting this merest hint of chocolate you might get a little bit of sugar if you're lucky and not a lot else really mm. but you dunk it no yes no yes no it changes totally i mean the milk the oreo in the milk is like in a different league but we have to discount that because it's not our ways yeah <laughs> dunk it in milk and like all good british people we discount things that are not our <laughs> exactly ways. yeah we yeah we discount any outside influence you know? <laughs> um but yeah compared to every other tea dunk we've had then I, this is this is top, oh, of all this is the top, tea dunks we've done so far all, all, all four <laughs> 
This is top of the pops. This is slam dunking it at number one on the T-Dunks. No, no. It, uh, there's nothing redeemable about this biscuit for me. No? No, and I think and I think you know that too deep down, even though you pretend that you don't and you're trying to put on a brave face. And it's kind of admirable in a way, <laughs> but it's also kind of naive and childish. Yeah. And part of you, I think, is just doing it because you know that it hurts me. <laughs> and you kind of always do that anyway, whatever. I think I've... With the dunking, I've given it the benefit of the doubt. But, I mean, it's not all about the dunking, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can't dunk. Sometimes you just got a biscuit, you haven't got anything to dunk it in, and you've got to eat it dry. And in that situation, oh, boy, you're in for a rough ride with the yeah, bourbon. absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, like biscuit, bisc The biscuitness of it, I feel like, you know, they, there is something quintessentially British about it because it is so just lacking in flavor <laughs> and satisfaction. <laughs> However... Mm. Going back to your example of the selection box, I don't think I think the the bourbon is kind of there. It's it, it's on the outside. It's a cousin. It's not it's yeah. not the immediate family. Yeah. It's the French relative who's married in, <laughs> so it can uh, obtain some land on the south coast, which it might later use as a foothold for invasion. Um, I, I'm kind of. I think I'm going to have to go middle of the road again. I think it's a. I think it's a two point five. Yeah. 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 Across because, the board, two point five. Yeah, yeah, because I think. Um, there, there, I can see both sides of it, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's a particularly. It, it doesn't belong. It doesn't belong up with the greats. Okay. Certainly. In terms of biscuitness, in terms of what it represents. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from on that. However, I think the way it behaves, mm -hmm. it has a lot in common with the digestive and the mm -hmm. hard knob, where you're kind of, you know, you're a little bit excited for whatever reason because you have very low expectations. <laughs> you get excited very easily, and then you actually have it, and like. Oh. On that basis, I'm going to go just a touch higher because I, I agree. I don't think it's a truly quintessential biscuit and I'm going to give it a three. Fair enough. I respect that. I respect that decision that you made. Okay. Um, so in summary, that is a nine out of 15 from me. And a seven and a half from me. Okay. So the bourbon, um, high hopes from you, low hopes from me. Kind of did better than I hoped, but really you've, you must be struggling a bit right now. I've had a hard time with this biscuit. I'm having a hard time with this costume. <laughs> like, everything's been difficult for me today. I'm going to be honest, Dave. This has not been, like, an enjoyable recording session for me. This has been this has been quite difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd say thank you to Professor Zanlock um, <laughs> for making a biscuit. And did, I hope you, did you want to, sorry um, to interrupt, because uh, I know you're doing a great job wrapping things up and that's awesome. But like, did Yeah, you... no, don't worry, just interrupt my train, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, But did you want to just sort of address the, the scores from, from last episode or did you want to just sort of oh my God. pretend that never happened? So, okay, yes, in the last episode, the, <laughs> when I summarized my score, I got it wrong. I, I apologize. It was not an attempt to nah. deliberately mislead anyone. I was not... <laughs> You look so good in that suit right now. <laughs> that, uh, I did not knowingly mislead you listeners. I am not in the pocket of uh, the McVitie's Corporation. <laughs> I was not paid to uh, alter my score. And I can only ask your forgiveness. And um, I will learn from these mistakes. Um, and I would respect uh, privacy at this difficult time. Thank you. That's very good. That's that's lovely. I, I didn't and I didn't mean to like kind of bring that up to embarrass you or anything like that. I just wanted to sort of point out that you you know sometimes when you when you think you're you're onto something, you think you've got something right, often is the case that actually you don't know what you're talking about. I just wanted to I just wanted to sort of have that point there. 
at the end of, of this episode. Yeah, good for us both to bear in mind, I think. Good yeah, for us yeah, but especially, to, yeah, yeah. especially well, you, I think though. maybe you as well. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. well. Um, so, Professor Zanlock, the possible <laughs> maybe inventor of the Bourbon, um, <laughs> you, you did your best a uh, hundred odd years ago. You didn't perfect it though, mm. so I hope your offspring, wherever they are, I hope that they are Professor Zanlock, the second or third <laughs> or maybe fourth by this generation. And they can improve on your original design and just carry on your heritage, much like the Bourbon family did until I think most of them were killed in the French Revolution. Except on the Spanish side, I think the Spanish king is Bourbon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, still today? The Spanish yeah. king today? Mm. Hmm. Oh. So, um, Good for you, House of Bourbon, I guess. A yeah. win for them. A win for them. win for the Bourbon house. Not the biscuit, then. No, loss for the biscuit and a loss for us. <laughs> and and more, yeah, most importantly, a loss for us. <laughs> You've been listening to the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast. If you like the show, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes. It does actually help us. And also spread the word online. You can follow us on Twitter at IWGBRP and at Human Definitely. And check out our other shows, Mars Corp, The Infinite Bad, and The Bunker. Uh, you might also see us just walking around on the street. And if you do see Dave, just... Give him a big old punch in the face from me. And uh, you can check us out on Patreon, where you can get access to additional content from this episode. I'm David Price. He's David Knight. And you can join us again next time when we'll be reviewing the German Choco Liebenitz Biscuit. And remember, hope is dead. Have a great week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.